Blog Talk Radio. Bliss 
even Granny has to feel sorry for Miss Bliss, even though I do think if she's trying to use Nikki, you know, Nikki's she's smarter than she lets on, Granny. I've known this since NXT. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I mean, Nikki is paired up with Becky Lynch. She's now paired up with Alexa Bliss and the Iconics. <laughs> uh, they didn't want coffee. They said, are you kidding me? And it spilled all over, and then they pushed. I'm sorry, but it damaged Alexa's wardrobe. And, well, you know, Alexa and her wardrobe are one, so you damage anything of hers, she's going to damage you back and <clears throat> a little twisted bliss, DDT in the middle of the ring. And I believe the Iconics have their they're numbered, Grant. Their days are numbered as champion. I'm just going to say it. And not oh, only yeah. is... Not only... Okay, so you have... <clears throat> Kyrie Sane and Asuka gunning for those titles. You've got Alexa Bliss and the newly acquired Nikki Cross. But that would be the oddest oddball pairing for women tag team if I ever saw one. Lacey Evans and Charlotte Flair ended in DQ. Which, okay, go figure. Samoa Joe got his U.S. championship back because Rey Mysterio had to relinquish. He's, he was injured. He said, I don't want it to end like this. I don't want this moment to be like this. And I don't think, Granny, there's any reasoning with the, uh, some, I call him the Samoan psychopath. Maybe it's funny. I Granny, I've noticed some, some signs out in the audience. <clears throat> Maybe it's a possibility, maybe not. Boring Corbin, Miss Bliss has always been a sign, but I was like, there was a sign that read Granny, and I'm like, where's the other side of it? Put Hulkster on the side. Come on now. <laughs> you know, and it, it's it was fun to watch Monday night, but the the one lingering question that I talked to about last night was, why would you? Okay, so make it Captain Obvious, because that's, that's what you have to do with Lesnar, the spoiled brat that he is. Five years, $10 million, we've discussed this. So he beat the holy hell out of Seth Rollins, and Charlie Caruso's in the back, and uh, she asked Boren Corbin question. I don't know, Granny, I fell asleep listening to him speak on the microphone, like I always do. And <laughs> I swear, cheese has a more... Cheese. Plain craft cheese has more entertainment value, folks, than Boren Corbin. And why, you might ask, because cheese can go in my belly. I can make grilled cheese. I can put it on a bacon patty melt. I can I can put eye holes through and say, this is Boren Corbin. He doesn't even sizzle. Woo. He's like, you know, Granny, that scene in the Disney movie, Aladdin, Jafar, Jafar, if he's our guy, if he doesn't win, great! Yep. He said the following. He goes, why should I be worried? Brock Lesnar did me a favor. And I go, yeah, he kind of did. But the whole, you know, I'll get to that later, folks. I know you guys are asking me and Granny questions. Okay, what's your question for Granny? Has she ever met Arn Anderson? That's an interesting no, question, Tim. I, have I don't not. know. No. I have I, I have not. I have not. I would like to. They said, no, um, I have not. They said they asked me of the four horsemen who has she met? Has she met Arn? Has she met Rick? Uh 
I said, well, I don't uh, know. No, I have never even met Ric Flair. I, I actually, I have never met any of the four horsemen in person. I, I had the opportunity to try to meet Ric Flair, and had I been made, made it to the last CWA show that they did, unfortunately, that was the show that Ric Flair was unable to attend, and they had to bring in Lex Luger at the last minute, but I did not get to make it to that particular show, so I didn't even get to meet Lex Luger. But no, I have not met any of the four horsemen. I have they met also many have... WWE superstars, you know, or over the wrestling famous wrestlers over the years, but none of the four horsemen. Then <laughs> this guy, I love these questions. So, who do you think would win in an arm wrestling match, you guys or Heel Mark's podcast? Oh, dudes, Granny and I had whooped their asses. Come on, that's not even a question. Give me a break. <laughs> Come on. They talk about, guess what? They talk about, one second. Well, I love it when telemarketers try to call me during my podcast. And I'm not even, <laughs> I don't care. Call me during my show, you idiots. Anyway, <coughs> um, as I was saying, Heelmark's podcast is an excellent podcast, folks. They discuss the current scene in wrestling and they have some wonderful guests and you know that's that's what you asked me is who would win an arm wrestling contest for reals granny would slap them and then she you know it's a male and a female i know that much and i know that they're pretty good but yes in an arm wrestling contest dude to answer that question a third time the a resounding hell yes granny and i would whoop their ass You asked, yes. and you are going to receive, for sure. Okay, um, what's the next question? I've got this question so many times. Is it easy running a podcast? Um, yes and no, because you have to constantly throw out different things out there, even if you don't have a guest. Uh, make sure that you have credible sources, and make sure you research your guests. Also, dude, go through blogs. I'll go through anywhere you want. Make sure you have a computer, a phone, a tablet that runs it, and you got to pay $39. That's the cheapest plan. <clears throat> so that's, that's all I'm going to tell you, all right? Is, that, is, is there any more to your question? How do you get co-host? Um, well, you ask nicely, and if you're not an ass, they will actually join you. And if you have valid points to your show – they will actually adhere to that. And I know I'm slacking this dude's and so you're a critic. Okay. Next question. Okay. We ran out of questions. Boy, you guys are, you guys are awesome. I love you. Uh, if you have any questions, send them to wrestle underscore radio for or wrestle radio network forward slash facebook.com. Granny and I will be happy to answer your questions throughout the show, but we got to get back to, What's most important? Holy Granny, I don't know. Raw was all over the place. I didn't know what to think. I don't know if you caught it, any of it last night. but Yeah, I caught bits and pieces of it. I just kind of like, I was just kind of really getting frustrated with some of it. And I just kind of started flipping back and forth between another channel, you know. And I, I, I don't know. I just... 
I'm just to the point where I just don't know that um, I don't know what to think right now. I mean, I would I would like to believe that I would like to believe that it's going to be a little bit better. But I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, I, I I I don't know what to think right now. I mean, you know, here they were saying several months ago we're going to give the fans what they want, and they did for a while. But now they're kind of like, I don't know if they're grasping for straws. I don't know if they're trying to make things a little bit better because of AEW. I'm I'm not sure I'm not sure what to think right now. So well, I mean, like mainly what I feel, Granny, is that part of the problem that ended up hindering WWE was, you know, if you said Lesnar is going to cash in, okay, so now we have the ideology that he's going to cash in, and I'm like, well, let's get it over with. Which champion is he going to pick? You know what I hope is that Boren Corbin wins, and then he loses the championship later on. You know that night, if he wins the Universal Championship, I'm going to say I give up. You know I, I don't get how you can give the championship to such a loser. No offense, when he came to Kansas City, I was just sitting in the audience going, "Your representation for Kansas City? Oh Jesus, there's got to be someone better." Because <laughs> not just him, dude. It's there's a lot of things that are, are question marks for Granny and I. Maybe in a different light. Uh, like why have the Iconics not defended their championships ever since they've won since WrestleMania? They've defended them against Scrubs, but they haven't defended them against credible names. Are they saving them for later, like leftovers? I don't know. What's the deal? And not only that. They said Sasha is in limbo. She's leaving, whatever. Pick one, please. Um, You try to be honest with them. You try to suggest. You try not to criticize. But, Granny, it's getting harder because AEW is coming out on Tuesdays, which I will definitely check out TNT now. I mean, it's been a while since wrestling's been on that network. I'm excited about AEW. I really am. I, you know, their first pay-per-view was amazing from just everything that I've heard. You know, I, I unfortunately, I didn't get to see it. I had a lot of my friends, you know, watched it. But um, I just hope that, um, you know, I think it's going to give us a good change of pace, you know, I think for so a little too. while. I think I, I, Go ahead, Granny. Go ahead. No, 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 no. That that's just what I was gonna say. I I think it's gonna get a, give us a different change of pace, a different aspect, a, a different um, insight on what we can see in professional wrestling. And uh, you know what? I saw some of their matches. Like uh, I saw some of Cody Rhodes and uh, Dustin Rhodes. It was an amazing match. That took place at AEW's Double or Nothing in Las Vegas, MGM Grand Studios. Granny, I'm telling you, I was hooked. 
the minute I saw Omega and Jericho lock up, the minute they tell a story, JR is announcing, and JR's voice, comparatively speaking to Michael Cole. Now, I've gotten used to Michael Cole, and some of the stuff that Michael Cole is called is redundant and it's repetitive. There's a lot of um, dissension amongst the ranks, and uh, there's a podcast host, I forget what his name is, but I think it was, I forget, okay, it's a podcast called The Heat, or Legit Heat, and the guy said, I didn't want to show up to work because, you know, I, I see where WWE is headed, I don't like the direction they're headed, I mean, it's up to whomever wants to stay and whoever wants to leave. But at the same time, AEW is presenting their case and they're presenting it hardcore. And when a company like AEW gives you reasons why you should watch our company and they present it like, okay, we don't have to watch uh, 38 minutes of promo. And and some people are saying, well, why are you bitching about the quality of show? It's like, dude, that's why fans go to a show in the fucking first place. They go to be entertained. We go to be entertained, not to hear the spiel of what we should feel and what we should not feel. And I've said this multiple times. If WWE doesn't change their format, if they don't change the way they do things, then people will automatically jump ship and say, okay, we found a new toy to play with. It's called AEW a shiny new bright toy that does not disappoint and during the battle royal <clears throat> MJF who is very similar to EC3 and it was funny granny because they had whatever suit of cards you were that's that's what your group entered in the battle royal and the winner would get a future shot at the AEW championship and by the way folks the, that championship was unveiled by the legendary Brett the Hitman Hart who got inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Was it a sour note for Brett at the Hall of Fame? Yes. Are there some ill feelings? I don't know, and I don't speak for the Hitman. But to see him there, Granny, to see legends like Brett the Hitman Hart, Arn Anderson, Dusty Ro- or Dustin Rhodes, names like Tessa Blanchard, who comes from wrestling royalty. Yeah, totally maybe underrated. But he was in, you know, in ties with Ric Flair. He may not get uh, as many accolades. But I, folks, I do my research on these guys. Tessa Blanchard was also a part of the May Young Classic. Not just her. There's Sonny Kiss. There's, and guess what, Granny? I I just noticed this now. I don't know if I'm friends with him still, but Darby Allen. I saw him wrestle at Wrestling Revolver. Uh, Marco Stunt saw him at Revolver as well. Names that come across the tip of my tongue that I was like, wow, I, I can't believe these people are in AEW, man. They're really good talent. Awesome Kong. If you guys really want to shake up a women's division, you got Awesome Kong and ODB. Maybe, possibly coming into the same division. I don't know about her, but <clears throat> you've got Aja Kong. Names that people have not heard of in a while. And to see the talent level that Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes are getting out of a 63-person roster, why can't, you know, my question is, why is Becky Lynch doing the rock bottom? Or why is Brock Lesnar, why did he not cash in? I guess they wanted to save, again, they wanted to save 
fat viewership for later. I guess. I mean, I don't know, folks. I, I still love WWE. But now my heart, my mind is leaning towards, okay, now we have other options, and it's going to make WWE's product better. I guess. I hope. Pray. Beseech. Beg. Plead. I don't know what we have to do, folks, to get a clear-cut Monday Night Raw. But, Granny, I still well, confused. I was like, you, I, I'm switching channels. I, I, I think, really... I think that AEW is going to, I'm not necessarily going to say force WWE to make some major changes, but I think they're making them aware. I think they're making them open their eyes a little bit wider in what is going on. And I think WWE is going to have to step up to the plate if they want to continue to keep their ratings up. I mean, I I hate to say that because I I love WWE too. I mean, I've been a fan for years, you know, and I still am. But when they're having things happen like what happened last night. I mean, my gosh, I mean, yes, Rey Mysterio had to relinquish his championship belt. He laid it down on the the mat. He basically gave it back to Samoa Joe. What does Samoa Joe do? He's got a dislocated shoulder. What does he do? He puts him in that horrible clutch of his that he does. You know, and my gosh, Rey's hurt. I mean, he's got a dislocated shoulder. And then he tries, you know, after, you know, he gives him the belt back. You know, yes, Ray even admitted he's wrestled injured before. You know, he's wrestled when he's been injured before. But now he was forced to relinquish the belt because of his shoulder. So he had to give it up. Even though he didn't want to, he had to give it up. And then you have somebody like, Mr. Lesnar that can come in and show up whenever he wants and now he has the money in the bank contract and he can turn it in whenever he wants within the next year you know I mean come on people we're not stupid here we know we 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 see what is going on we see what is happening here doesn't mean we necessarily like what's going on or just, you know, or, you know, whatever. But come on, people. I mean, we need, you know, if it means me watching AEW on a Tuesday night for a while, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to see what it's like. You know, I'm going to give them a shot because... I am familiar with the names that are on that roster. You know, I mean, I know who they are. I, I've, I've watched them wrestle, you know. It's going to be very interesting to see what takes place when they start televising on TNT. And Granny is, you know, uh, I you know, I, I would just like for WWE... 
You know, keep it simple, stupid. Don't complicate shit. Now they got Goldberg and Lesnar. It's like, or not Goldberg and Lesnar. Goldberg and Undertaker. I'm sitting there. Okay, why did this match not happen years ago when they both were in their prime? Why did, you know, it's probably because, you know, a lot of uh, stuff was different. And the difference, folks, between AEW and WWE. Okay, to me, pro wrestling is pro wrestling, but I want to see what AEW brings to the table. You know, they started openly mocking the Shield already, the concept of the Shield, the Young Bucks and Johnny Moxley. And it was great because I don't know. I I love Roman Reigns. I like uh, Seth Rollins, and I do like, you know, Dean Ambrose or, you know, John Moxley as he goes by right now. Um, but, Granny, some of the stuff that I read, you know, okay, some people are always going to point the finger and say, see, I told you Vince was like this. You don't know Vince McMahon, and you certainly don't speak for him, and you don't speak for the McMahon, or McMahon family, sir. You're just saying, well, I read the article. I did too because the article stated that he didn't want to say something inappropriate in the night that uh, Joe said or Roman said something about, you know, okay, I have leukemia. He said, well, now he has leukemia. Why am I supposed to say this line? And Vince did a Jedi mind trick. You know, dude, Vince has been known to change his mind and say stuff all the time. But does that stop him from owning a company? Does that stop him from trying to put out a good product? You know, in his mind, he's putting out some good stuff and some stuff, Granny, not so much. And it's not all Vince. He's got a team with him, guys. Look, in professional wrestling, there's a team behind you. And if your team is not basically doing shit for you, then guess what? Your product's going to look like shit. Your production point of it, your presentation to the audience, that's the most important part is the audience. Because, like, Granny, like myself, like Lady Lynn, um, everybody involved that watches the product, guess what? We have a right to say shit if we don't like it. And so far, WWE presented – okay, so what was the point? My question to them is, creatively speaking, what the fuck are you doing with, you know, having Lesnar not cash in right then and there? I guess you're saving it for Jetta? Is that was You could have just had him beat down Seth Rollins. And done it that way. But no, you had to do shit the hard way. Make it all about concept and grandeur of illusion. Or the, not the grandeur of illusion. The, what's the greatest illusion of all is making people believe that Rollins got legit hurt. Like, okay, so he didn't cash in even though they said he was going to cash in tonight. Is it going to be one big tease the whole entire fucking year? If so, I like like Granny. I'm going to watch Tuesday nights, and AEW will have a prosperous career because they are going to either drag out the best in you or the worst. And I don't know how many times we've seen Triple H and Randy Orton, but that promo was actually pretty damn decent. I was happy. I mean, you need to fucking let loose, guys. This is just a message from good old Brian Rails. You need to let loose and you as in quit 
you know, leaving behind while well, we've got kids that watch the show. I get it. Kids are the bread and butter of your audience. I get that. Let loose. Tell them how you really feel. Don't have to curse. Just tell them, you know, okay, well, you suck, blah, blah, blah. This last week, you know, you put up a good fight, but I'm going to come back and I'm going to whoop your ass. I mean, it's a bit stone cold, but not only the promos need to stop, but dear God, why – why so lengthy? They didn't have very lengthy promos this Monday Night Raw. They had a lot of interviews, but it's a three-hour show. I mean, I'm trying to just figure this shit out, Granny. Like, what... What do we have to do to get a good show out of WWE. Do we have to concede and not make comments anymore? Do we have to resend our feelings on Facebook about their shows? I mean, I don't know what what we did wrong in some instances. In some instances, the women are doing damn good. In some instances... You know, some people feel that things need to change entirely. It's like, I just, I would like a wrestling show. That's all Granny and I ask, is for you to give us three hours of action, two hours of action, whatever you want to give us, please give it to us. That's all. Because Monday Night Raw wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It's just, we've got a lot of questions. We don't know when you're going to answer them. I mean, I don't know. Oh, I, I agree. honestly don't know. Some of us work eight-hour shifts. Some of us work twelve-hour shifts, and you know, some some people don't have Hulu replay. <clears throat> I do, but when you cut off the network on the sources that are not gaining a lot of streams, well, then you just cut off mostly your basic audience. But I found a way around that. My friend, Lady Lynn from Detroit, she found a way around that. Now can watch their last through an HDMI cord and plug it into the TV, and voila, we have the network. Yay, which, by the way, folks, is $9.99, but your first month is free. It's a, a silly segue into an advertisement, but I need to take a break from basically psycho ranting, you know. That's what I normally do, folks. Uh, you can pick up your preloaded WWE card to get your first month free. If you pick up a preloaded WWE uh, network card, and if you don't want to use debit or credit or PayPal or Venmo, <clears throat> you can definitely get a preloaded card at your local GameStop, Dollar Generals, Best Buys, 7-Elevens, FYEs, Best Buys, and Walmart. I already mentioned Best Buys. But um, anyways, folks, that'll do it for the advertisement. I'm going to just venture into... I'm just going to just venture into this segment because a lot of you are asking why haven't I done this as a formatted segment. I, I Honestly, folks, I've, I've switched the times so we no longer do a SmackDown Live review on Tuesday or do those on Wednesdays, okay? Going with the flow for the moment. You know, I, I think that's the perfect title, Granny, because, well, for those of you who have children, it's that time where I need you to put headphones on them, earplugs, earmuffs, earwax, build it up within them. I don't care how you do it. 
because I this is explicit language. Please do not repeat this to authoritative figures such as police, firemen, what have you. All right. Get inside the mind of good old Brian Rayo. Dig it. <laughs> Sometimes it's good for pro wrestling to change things up. Like if a pitcher was to go out on the mound and throw the same pitch every single time to every single hitter, the only uh, human being to get away with that is Mariana Rivera. Now, if you throw a curveball or let's say in football, if you run the same play and the defense doesn't stop you, go ahead and run it. But if you run stagnant and the crowd starts to boo your home team, that's bad. Like in football, like in baseball, hockey, anything, if you don't change up your game plan, and this is strictly a message to WWE, I don't intend to get our suggestion. Please understand something, folks. You're not going to please anybody. You're just going to make it worse. And why? Because I've seen this happen in the past where WWE struggled in, in the 90s, Granny. And then Vince came out and he said, we're going to change things. We're going to go to attitude. Obviously, this is, these are different times. And instead of them being the ones relaxing, they're the ones struggling. Struggling oh, I, as in... Yes, I mean, you're, 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 you're so definitely right on that, B-Train. I mean, for sure, right? Just... <coughs> Sorry. Um... It's just, I don't know what to say other than, you know, I've repeated myself like a fucking broken record on this show. I've said it many a time. If you don't change up your game plan, AEW is going to mop the fucking floor with you guys. You guys are just so, well, our, our, you know, the saying goes, if you don't focus on your own shit, then you're not going to be a success. Hunter's not worried about AEW, so he tells you. But, you know... I just, I don't know. I'm worried. So, what do you think? What do you think about the match that's going to take place between Triple H and Randy Orton? How do you? What's your opinion about that, Betrayal? I think they're going to give us a a decent match. I think it's going to be very back and forth, very, um, you know, slow paced at first, and then it's going to pick up the pace. As it goes along, and it's going to be one of those, okay, it's either going to be that or it's going to be, oh, shit, I regret even trying to watch wrestling. Randy Orton and Triple H have not disappointed in the past. So we all could be wrong that the perception of Jetta that they could make that show a really good one or be stupid and make it a really bad one. It's going to go either way. It's just, I don't know. I've got, uh, like, 
it's a mixed bag feeling because you never know what Randy Orton is going to do. You never know what Triple H is going to do. The beauty part of this is we don't know. We don't well, know. Well, the thing is about both of these wrestlers, B-Train, is they both know each other so very well. I mean, they both know how the other one thinks because all the years that they were together as evolution. I mean, they know how they know what the other one is capable of. So it's going to be oh, very yeah. interesting to see what what takes place in this match. I mean, it could be back and forth. There's a lot of teas, you know. Triple H. It's funny because Randy said, "I'm not Batista." And Triple H said, yeah, you're right. You know, and then the comment about, <clears throat> well, maybe you should remove your balls from Stephanie's purse. Well, yeah, maybe you I, should put them in <laughs> no, the overhang. I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny. I just, I, I, he said that, and I thought, oh, my gosh. You know, really? Did he really just say that? But <laughs> I thought it was great because <clears throat> I was like, wow, for the first time, they're actually adding flavor to a promo instead of a generic one that's been written for them, you know, paragraph-wise, whatever. And it brings me back to this next thing. Um, there was a fan at a press conference who said, so I talked to, you know, blah, blah, blah. I saw your good friend CM Punk. And they t- he said something along the lines of, do you think it's easier to do promos um, paragraph style or do you think it's good to have bullet points for it? And Seth basically responded, Oh, I'm glad that you have a grasp on things that you know us so well and you're so in tune with the back and the way things work and operate. What does this have anything to do with Randy Orton and Triple H? Well, when you see what AEW has been able to do without even lifting a finger so far, guess what, folks? There's an invertible difference. AEWs just started they're, they're you know in the baby stages of the company, but they have guys that have experience that were around Triple H, and that includes the likes of Dustin Rhodes, Arn Anderson, Dean Malenko, Billy Gunn. So basically, three quarters of the WWE creative staff that once upon a time wrote promos, brilliant. You know, Triple H can write his own because he can promo. He gave Randy credit. He said, "You were the, at one time the most talented young guy I ever had," but the problem was you were not. It. He goes, I have seen you guys that have challenged me and I have beaten and lost to them, but I am still here. And he said to Randy, don't let the suit fool you. Triple H has always been one of my favorite guys to love and hate. Because why? He does have audience appeal. No matter what people say or think or feel about him, you guys are not the ones sitting in the back running the show. Hunter helps run SmackDown Live, 205. He's a workaholic. The man hardly fucking sleeps. And, yeah, I've, I've got on to them about, you know, doing certain things a certain way, and then I step back and go, okay, well, if I had three hours of sleep, I'd flop shit together too. And I'm not being disrespectful by saying that. Flopping shit together is in putting together a three-hour program Okay, and then having to fly to the next city and doing it all over again, but doing it for two hours, then flying to the next city and the next city after that, or then flying to a press conference 
and then getting up and basically trying to present your stuff to a different company that doesn't even know about professional wrestling. Hunter, in ways, is a genius. He's a madman. He's a lot of things. But my assessment, generalized assessment of the Orton-Triple H match, that might be the best match on the card. Yes, it very well possibly will be. <clears throat> because Undertaker Goldberg, I'm not so sure. Baron Corbin versus Rollins, not so sure. Uh, I don't know any other matches that are uh, okay. Lashley versus Strowman. Again, why would you make an arm wrestling match? Why wouldn't you just give a teaser to McIntyre come down and beat you know beat down Strowman again? McIntyre seems to be untouchable. These guys, is there been any moment that McIntyre has not been beat down? He's always in a group. They always have him, you know, as the greatest heel, so if it makes us feel, oh, we can talk about him. No, I mean, I want to see a show where he absolutely gets obliterated and doesn't get up in a sense that he's still able to walk off on his own power. But I want to see a show where McIntyre gets completely manhandled, obliterated, beat up. I don't care because you're making his character look unreal. He's it's he's like the psychotic cyborg, the Scottish cyborg that can basically destroy anybody and anything. What the hell, dude? So okay, he's a mercenary. I get it. Made his character to be a complete unbearable person, but also, you know, every bad guy gets a beatdown. Every bad guy gets their comeuppance. Trust me, from experience as a part-time heel, uh, you get. You get your comeuppance as a manager. You get your comeuppance as the villain. The question to <clears throat> me is why? Why are you making these characters look so impenetrable? Like it's unreal to me how okay every week he gets the upper hand every week. So what's the payoff for Roman Reigns? WrestleMania? That's it. That's all the fans get is a look at McIntyre getting a Superman punch and a spear. I'm not complaining about that, but. When you've got AEW on the other end already making fun of everything that you've done, not just the making fun of the ribbing part. This isn't ribbing. This is personal. When Cody Rhodes hit a sledgehammer to Triple H's chair to symbolize that AEW's here and they're here to stay, your response was giving the fans a 45-minute fucking segment of Lesnar, Rollins, and Kingston the previous week from last or from this week come on man where's the fire that WWE has where's that um that they have you know why I'm asking this it's because I care granny cares we where's would like that to see magic comp- that where's that magic that we all love to see I mean as fans we love to see when they bring us that special magic I mean everybody I mean I don't know of anybody that doesn't like magic, you know, that doesn't like some sort of magic. So where's that special magic that WWE once had? They need to bring that special magic back again. Now, they may not have figured out how to do that right now, but they better start figuring out a way to bring that magic back to the fans or the fans are going to be saying, well, Nice knowing you. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya around sometime. 
we might come back and start watching you again at some point in time, but right now, no, we're 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 gonna watch something else. That's what's gonna happen if if WWE doesn't find that special magic that they need to bring back to the fans. They need to get someone or something that could give <clears throat> their programming a little bit of a push. And the Orton Triple H. I guess they're saying, well, that laid the seeds. How many people actually tuned into Monday Night Raw? Because, Granny, I'm going to do my research tonight, and I'm going to pull up the ratings. Ratings? To someone that doesn't make the show, blah, 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 you're just complaining, you're just bitching out the ass. Okay, no, we're not bitching out the ass. We have, I, I stopped watching WWE Granny in 2008 because it was getting ridiculous. It was just the same tired old story. Uh, between people, and it's like uh, between wrestlers, and they not going to center it around John Cena and the fact that he won a WWE championship so many times and made people's heads spin. I don't care about that. What I care about is you gave it the old college try, and then 2009 comes and things are a little better. 2010, okay, no. 2011, all right, you're getting infiltrations of different people like Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. Things are getting a little better. 2012, okay, The Shield. You know, they were a force to be reckoned with. And then that fucking story gets redone to the point where Granny and I are just like, okay, so you brought them back because you brought a story back and it all ties in. But why do you guys have to constantly bring back stories that are redundant? Find something new. You're like Disney. Jesus Christ. Repeating different movies like Lion King, Aladdin, Little Mermaid. Don't you think you guys would want to try something different? Like, um, oh, I don't know, an actual show? That you know, a, Not just a show. We want the show. The show that'll make yes, we do. That was a damn good show. We're gonna tune in next week, but instead we get a mixed bag of shit. Like I'll give you specifics because you guys are a company and you want specifics from different, you know, from different angles. Well, why did you give Baron Corbin the number one contendership? Is he, you know, is he legitimized the most hated guy in WWE? You gotta. Why are you not making the Iconics defend their tag team cha- women's tag team championships? Is it because there's hurt? Is Nia and Tamina hurt? Okay. Is it because Bailey and Sasha are broken up and you were going to just play past the titles like you did with uh, Sasha and Charlotte for a year and a half almost? I mean, not just the women's division. It's why and why does the promo have to be 20 minutes long? Jesus Christ. That's, that's, too too lengthy. Not just promos, but why are we flooded with promos? Why can't we have action? Like at least an hour's worth of matches and then a promo. Like take a break, take a breather, so then you have the promo. I think Chris Jericho said it best, Granny. If you had a concert, I'm just, if you had a promo, that you were listening to and someone's boring you to tears. But why would you want to listen to it? Why would you want to tune in? If you had a 
a match, you know, the very first like, get go like Monday Night Raw, and then they they still have more promos. They still have lengthy explanations. It's like you guys really need to either get rid of certain people or you need to, in general, find ways to make the fans believe what you're trying to present. In other words, try, try, try again because you never know what the result may be. I'm going to actually please the non-pleasable fans. You can't please everyone. I get that logic. Trust me. But, Granny, you know what? There's always hope. There's always hope that they're going to turn shit around and make it better. And when they do, I hope they let us know because the way it's looking and his fans are like, well, we can't stand Brock Lesnar because we can't do this because we can't we can't get behind this wrestler because he was or he or she was shoved down our throat. <laughs> I'm pretty sure AEW is going to have their moments where the, where they get criticized, but I mean, look at look at what Jericho said. He's like, you got to start out the show with a bang so that it sets the tone for the rest of the night, and the fans are going to be off their rockers, you know, headbanging or whatever to the show, because by the end of the night, you want the finale, you want the big fireworks, you want the payoff. Jericho has they're very be valid on, fucking the, points. Yeah, they're going to be on the edge of their seats. They're going to be wanting more, you know. It's kind of like, I, I've been to so many different events, and you, they always throw this line in there, but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Okay. You know, where's your, but wait, there's more WWE. You don't have that right now. You're not, you don't have that, you don't have that to throw out there to the fans. But wait, fans, there's more to come. But wait, there's more. You need to find that, but wait, there's more. And you're not doing that right now. It's a big cluster is what it is. And I've said it multiple times. If you don't have a clear-cut reason for fans to be like, hey, what up? You know, we have a show for you guys to watch. It's going to be amazing. You guys, okay, I've been to several WrestleManias. Granny's been to several shows. At what point do you think Granny and I are just going to be like, oh, this show's going to suck. Oh, this show's going to be terrible. Then you already lose because your mindset, it's a, being a fan, it's like it's a whole different mindset between being a wrestler and just going through the motions, going to different cities and saying, you know what, I'm just doing this for the money at this point because I think I'm just going to screw the fans. Like, you know, I don't think some of them say that. I think some just, you know, are in it for a paycheck. I, like I said before, many, many, many times on my show, as Kevin Nash said at the Hall of Fame induction at WrestleMania 31, which I was at in attendance, by the way, he said at the podium, he says, if you think I did it for the money, you were probably right. At least he was honest. And if you're going to entertain Granny and myself or many other fans, you have to keep in mind it's different flavors of ice cream. Different, and, and people like, well, you're preaching to the choir. You basically are saying what we already know. Well, then if you already know, then why aren't you doing it? I mean, maybe we're impatient. Maybe we haven't seen... The whole shlemiel. Maybe we haven't whole or seen the whole shebang. 
what you guys are trying to portray. But WWE, come on, man. If you're not getting on the ball as far as programming goes, as far as planning your shit, planning ahead of time, this is what's going to happen. This is the direction we're going to plan a whole new ball game. This is what it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. You guys are going to lose out if you don't fucking pay attention to what AEW is doing. Do, you know, look at what they're doing, but do it better, as the old saying goes. You know, it's like the old Nike commercial or Gatorade. Anything you can do, I can do better. I'm hoping that WWE pays attention. I really hope you do. Because if you don't, it's going to get really bad really, really quick. You know why? I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you don't change your shit, everything's going to hit the fan and you're going to see fans leave. And you won't like the end result. And you won't like the end result, folks. It's not going to be Oh, hey, you know, we're just your company that's going to stay. It's a company that basically says, okay, we're AEW and we're going to smack you right in the jaw. And so far, WWE's just not even put up a fucking fight with gloves. And if you're going to take shots, Maybe you should get some extras to mimic Goldust and Cody Rhodes. I don't know. I'm just throwing random ideas because you want to take shots at Triple H. And what is the first thing they do? They start going into panic mode? No. They start doing the same shit every single night. Promos that don't make sense to place these promos the way they place them. And why do I say this, folks? It's not that they're untalented folk. It's Granny and I have seen this before. That's why she and I switched channel or changed channels. Becky Lynch is doing phenomenal at, you know, what she's doing. <clears throat> but if she can't carry the whole company on her back. No, she can't. No, and she, she says can't. she can that's a lie because, yeah, if you say, okay, I watch pro wrestling, granting the very first sentence that comes out of non-wrestling fans' mouths or former fans is, oh, yeah, I used to watch that old WWF stuff and The Rock and Stone Cold and Benoit and you're just so you know who Becky Lynch is? Their response is going to be no, but we know Ronda Rousey fought her at WrestleMania. That's some wrestling fans that don't watch it anymore. Not all. I'm not generalizing. But what I'm trying to tell you all is is that something needs to give. Something's got to give because AEW cannot... Some people were doubting them, and you know what, Granny? The shoe's on the other foot because Cody said, I'm going to do stuff the Attitude Era was not capable of doing because now we have social media. Now, if AEW comes to Arkansas or Kansas City or New York, oh, yeah, you bet your ass I'm putting myself on their waiting list because I would I would like to experience their show live. As I saw when I was a kid, I remember watching WCW. 
I remember watching ECW live because I was one of those that wanted to see what the what the holler was about. Boy, when WCW was hot, Granny, white hot, they never came to Madison Square Garden. They would go to New Jersey a lot. They never capitalized, and they should have. Um, I remember as a kid watching Nitro, and believe it was, yeah, it was in New Jersey. This place was jam-packed to the brim. You could not hear yourself. It was so loud. When the NWO would come out with Hogan and Piper and Savage and Flair and all them, Piper was not a part of NWO, I know. But the atmosphere is what I'm getting at. It was electric. I was more of a WCW kid until the Attitude Era started (coughs) winning everyone over. (coughs) But... um, to wrap this up, man, to wrap this up, folks, what I'm going to tell you is, uh, you see, I do not want to, but to wrap this up, folks, since I have two minutes left, I need some, okay, so we're going with the flow for now because we don't know what direction WWE's heading in, and we're down guessing how they're going to do things booking-wise. We're not bookers. We're not promoters. I never try to guess that shit. I just try to enjoy. But, folks, Pay attention because the next few months are going to be very, very interesting in the world of professional wrestling. This sport has just gotten better. Okay? So if you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Granny. And if you didn't like what Granny Hulkster had to say, what you going to do when Granny Hulkster goes crazy on you? All right, folks, have a good night. Happy baseball, happy hockey, happy future football. Granny and I have to attend to things. So have a good rest of your night. Enjoy summer. Eat ice cream. Do whatever you do. Take it. Personality, the cult of personality.